Hello and welcome to Unravel, a podcast about stories of liberation and unraveling from self-limiting beliefs, conditioning and programming. Yay! (laughs) Well, it sounds so freaking simple, but the truth of doing the work, quote unquote, or shadow work, it's not that simple. Um, So... This podcast has been through a big process of change and <sighs> lots of changes actually over the years. Um, and so this is basically first episode of season four. And yes, there was a big break between this and the last episode. And that's happened for various reasons, most of which is related to doing my own shadow work and working through own processes and thoughts and unraveling from my own beliefs and where I feel this is moving forward in season four anyway there might be a season five who knows or this might be it this feels like a culmination or a what's the word that came to me before I'm pretty sure last season was the integration. This one feels like the implementation of the processes of learning or unlearning, I should say, and how life wants to create or what life wants to create through this vessel, so to speak. Um, And in order to do that, a lot of stripping back had to occur. So I'm sitting here recording this podcast episode the way I used to do it in the beginning. So back in my cupboard, wardrobe, whatever you want to call it, um, no video, just me and my phone recording a voice note. So going back to basics, going back to, for this experience anyway, um, just simplifying and um, yeah, just a massive stripping back, which is actually quite fascinating because, I mean, for one, the reason why there may not be many video episodes for a while is because I literally held myself back from putting out content because I felt like I needed to. And there's going to be some raw, vulnerable statements made moving forward. So if this stirs you in any way, I suggest, not suggest, I invite you to really inquire into that, really just not sit with it, just inquire as to what, why that is. Um, But I felt like there was this, this need to be on video as in recording my podcast and putting it on video I get the whole idea of it for sure um and for me it was a a way for people to see my face and see my expressions or whatever but there was also this 
mind this belief that I needed that I needed to be on these video platforms to so that um more people would have access to to what um to the message to whatever's coming through um and I just want to dismantle that because well, where's the proof that being on you know doing recording video podcasts for me anyway is going to um create more awareness of my podcast itself or the work that I do um there's been no proof of that yes there are views but um that's about it I actually get more uh listeners via audio and I personally don't watch video podcasts I'd prefer even though some you know certain people I love um watching them um, there's something to be said about stories being told via, like hearing someone speak, you know, hearing someone talk. And I think I've mentioned this on a previous episode that when I, when I listen to audiobooks, the message is so much clearer or I feel more connected to what's being expressed in the book or um, I receive it a lot clearer or deeper when it's the author that's reading the book. So just these, all these thought processes were occurring, um, but at the end of the day, um, the decision was made just by how it felt. Um, So I'm getting a little bit off track. And what I wanted to touch back on was this this need for stripping back, for getting rid of the noise. <clears throat> and I felt that video was doing that for me. It was also preventing me from putting out a lot of content. There's so there's so many things that I wanted to speak on, but because I that you know, setting setting all that stuff up was such a fucking process that I just could not be bothered doing it and so there's like this whole heap of things that wanted to be spoken to but just never never ever made it to air um which is sad and frustrating and yeah that needed some reevaluation so here I am in my little corner <laughs> in my house uh recording this and hoping my children don't come in and make a big fat noise because it is school holidays yay I'm so looking forward to them going back to school, but any hoosie. Um, so yes, stripping back. A, uh, this has actually been happening throughout 2023. I, I don't know if a lot of you have experienced this as well. I feel like there are a lot that have been going through this, um, but however, towards the end of 2023, um, specifically Christmas Day, there was a forced need to strip back, going back to basics, which is absolutely fascinating to me um, because that process was already in, pr- in place. Um, 
So on Christmas Day on the Gold Coast, we had a massive, massive storm. And we usually do have storms um, around summertime. This, however, was a mini tornado. And it absolutely obliterated a lot of our um, trees. It's actually really, it's, it's really, really sad to just, you know, to, to see, to see the carnage that had been created. I cannot imagine for the life of me what people in the States or people who experience tsunamis and other natural disasters have to go through and do go through um, once that occurs because this was only what's called by Higgins storm chasers just a mini tornado and it's created so much carnage and so much so much disruption people have lost their lives people have lost their homes um, and what it's also done is because of the force of the trees onto our power lines um, we had a power outage for a week following Christmas Day. So we had no power, we had no internet, we didn't even have cell phone reception. And so basically we went into a forced um, uh, no technology age, <laughs> essentially. Uh, it, it's like even more interesting having watched leave the world behind um you know i'm sure many of you have watched that movie on netflix um yeah knowing that that could be a possible reality having a cyber attack and not actually being able to communicate with your family um that was an absolute reality here on the gold coast so no power, no electricity, well, same thing, no power, no electricity, but no lights, no way of cooking your food, no um, refrigeration. The worst part being no, well, apart from obviously being able to contact your loved ones, no aircon. And if you're familiar with the weather in Queensland and on the Gold Coast, you know it is hot as a motherfucker in summertime the humidity is insane it's completely gross and that for me was the worst part and I know for many other people too um in saying that I know for many others the worst part would have been not having technology not being able to charge your phone not being able to talk to your friends your family not being able to play games not being able to be on the internet, be on social media. For us, it was actually one of the most revealing experiences we've ever had. Um, Not being able to, I mean, our family members had, for the most part, power. Um, It was all for them it was all there were pockets of of homes i think over 120,000 homes had no power um of which two of my families families from my family had power oh yeah and then you know everybody started getting their 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 power back in tandem but aside from 
not being able to communicate with family. Our little unit had never been stronger. We really went back to basics and it it really solidified well how much we rely on technology but also what you can experience and become aware of and appreciate once that's taken away uh it was just us in our little bubble the kids were playing outside i mean thank god we had water because without that i don't know what we would have done because we were still able to cool off um their uncle our kids uncle gave them a slip and slide thank you so much because that was that was like a lifesaver for christmas so they were able to play outside we got a little gas cooker and we had an esky or I don't know what people in other countries call it. It's just like the ice box and put ice in it. And that's how we kept, you know, our milk cold or our water bottles um, and just stuck to basics, like things that we could make over on the gas stove. And yeah, it was like apart from the minor inconvenience of not having aircon and power <clears throat> Well, aircon and being able to cook our meals easily in the air fryer or quickly on the stove um, and, you know, have access to a cold fridge and a freezer. Oh, and I'm losing my voice. <clears throat> Other than that, we reconnected as a family and not having technology to create noise in our lives and you know it was just just a really blissful and peaceful place to be I I can't really describe it in any other way and it definitely reiterated for me anyway um, and I mean, thank God I don't really operate on social media anymore because had I been in that same space, had it been a forced situation where I could not be on social media, um, perhaps in the past, I, do, I really don't know how I would have dealt with that. Had I not been through 2023 and been through a process of stripping back massively and been through... Um, developing a, my own practices and also learning tools to regulate the nervous system, I, I could not, I just don't know how that would have manifested. I don't know how I would have, what that would have looked like, to be quite honest. And so I just feel this immense gratitude for having been through like probably one of the hardest I mean yeah from 2020 to 2023 let's be honest it's been a shit show um but you know personally there's been so much growth that has happened that has occurred in this in 
um, just becoming more self-aware, if I can put it that way, releasing a lot of beliefs, dismantling a lot of thoughts, just slowing the fuck down and tuning the fuck in. That's what's been happening and that was happening exponentially so from Christmas up until just before New Year's Day when we received our power back. And honestly, when we did get our power back, the only thing, the first thing that I said to um, my husband was, turn the fucking air con on because that night was, oh, it, the heat was horrendous, but it wasn't like, oh, let's check our social media or let's check our messages or, you know, let's communicate with people and whatever. It was like, just turn the aircon on and and recommence. Um, granted, it was like the middle, it was like two o'clock in the fucking morning. But let's be honest here. Yeah, some people would actually go on social media if the power came back on at two o'clock in the morning. Um, and in all visibility as well, all transparency, we didn't have the greatest reception for days leading, I mean, after that, uh, hubby did, but yeah, I didn't have great reception, um, following that, and then our Wi-Fi tapped out, and it was such a, um, uh, it was a, it was like people would describe it as just chaos, but it's definitely highlighted a lot of ways in which I guess the things that we don't actually need. Um, because what I'd witnessed is, and you know, if, if, the, if you're new to Unravel, um, last year, was it last year? Yeah, last year I'd. Um, tapped out of Instagram and Facebook um, and just finding places, uh, TikTok as well, just finding places that feel more aligned and more, um, that serve more instead of taking from. Um, and then when we got our power back, just found myself back on those places again. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not doing that. We're not going back. This, this uh, period of not having power, not having internet, not having a reception, not even being in contact with people. Like we were legit hermits in our home. And I actually, I enjoy that. I enjoy, I do enjoy seeing family, but I do enjoy just being and not having to not put on a show but not having to um I'm gonna say talk to people (laughs) because um that is actually something that's um (sighs) it's definitely been a contemplation following our power outage situation um, not the need to not talk to people, but the witnessing of how much people actually do talk and how much of that speech or that language is unnecessary and how much we feel like we need to overcompensate with words when 
really, there's so much beauty, so much honesty, so much transparency, so much fucking love in just being in someone's presence without all the added shit, without the added noise. And so now when I'm in contact with people, not even in contact with people, there's just like a witnessing of, wow, that didn't need to be said or um, that was unnecessary, but also not responding with, you didn't need to say that. It, there's, there's a witnessing of that didn't need to be said, but it was said and whatever, let's move on. Uh, prior to this year or last year and the year before that, probably would have been very reactive with, um, you know, how people were operating and the behaviors and the patterns and the the constant um, reiteration of programming. I would have been very, really reactive. Like uh, there's just a witnessing now of, damn, people are really still stuck in ways of being that do not serve them. Um, And that's not a bad thing either. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. We're all on our our own journeys. There's just for personally pulling away from a lot of things and going back to basics and stripping back has just... um, opened that awareness more um there's a saying that's coming to well it's there's an awareness of a saying but it's not quite fully um and I think it might be by um Ramana Maharshi um about silence um and it's it's eluding me now but the essence of it is that there you actually see more when there is silence. You hear more when there is silence. And I know we've heard that kind of in the spiritual community, like, you know, when you're when you're quiet, you you get the answers that you need or whatever, that sort of beliefs, those sorts of concepts. Um excuse me. It's but it's deeper than that. It's um you just see things for what they are. You see, you see, you really see things for what they are, but you also um, don't judge it or label it. You just accept it. Um, not just accept it, you're just aware, you're just aware of it. Um, and things have less charge, specifically after this, this period of time, because what, what what do you do when you need to strip back or you're in you're forced into stripping back like when you're not able to work you're not able to do the work that you normally do like I couldn't go on the computer and post things I couldn't do I mean actually no I couldn't record a podcast episode because all of our shit was flat like we had no battery power um like what the things I would normally want to do or fill my time with, I couldn't do. And, you know, people couldn't do their jobs because the power was out of their jobs. So there was a deep need for reflection of like, 
So if I can't do that, who am I? Who am I? And that pause is very intentional. If you're a student of Ramanas or Nisagadadas or any of the um, gurus who speak on non-dualistic practices, you'll fully understand why that space was there. <sighs> so yeah, it, it was a very interesting, enlightening, blissful period of time. But as I was saying before, there was just a deep... There was a, a, there was a need, not even a need. There was just a lot of contemplation, and when I say contemplation, like people might align that with, oh yeah, you. But you're you tell you're talking about not thinking, but you're thinking. It's, it's more an investigation, an inquiry into thought. And there was a lot of that happening. There was a lot of reflecting a lot of just being in a peaceful, blissful state of awareness. To add to that, we got to witness a lot of things that previously probably would have gone unnoticed. Maybe, I don't know. Um, We watched a, a full moon basically come up from the horizon over over um our home we got to watch that out of our window we got to see the what it what the the uh, how do i ex- explain this like just witnessing the stars in the sky with zero zero clouds with a full big ass fucking moon and like this was post post carnage so did you just see that it was just it was almost like um like nature saying we just keep carrying on we carry on we um reset and carry on and move on and to that, we also had a, some little birds build a nest outside of our bedroom window. So we got to watch that and just watch this nest being built. It was just absolutely fascinating and beautiful. And we probably wouldn't, I don't know if we would have taken note of that prior to that. Um, but I guess the message is, you know, well, I guess there's no message. It's it's just whatever you take from this episode, you take from it. That didn't make any sense. <laughs> whatever you take from this episode is, you know, what you're meant to receive if you're open to it. Um, I'm just here expressing um, the experience of uh, like pre-apocalyptic, shit going down you know like just an an experience of what it 
looks like and feels like to not have power. Like I can't, ex- I, I don't know how things would have worked moving if we had continued to not have power. Like if we were still not able to work and things still weren't able to move on. But I guarantee you the community would have come together and figured it out. Granted, there were people, I've heard some stories of people that have completely and utterly taken advantage of the community, which, like, there's just a sick feeling in in the body that I'm witnessing. You know, humanity really, um, the worst, it, it, you know, things like that bring out the worst in people, but they also bring out the best. Um and I definitely, for the most part, only saw the best. I saw community come together, help each other out. I've like massive shout out to the SES workers and anybody who had, even people who, you know, just your ordinary citizens taking, um, taking initiative and cleaning up our roads and moving trees out of the way because literally trees were snapped off. Uh, branches were snapped off, trees were pulled out of the root. There was so much carnage and it caused so much disruption. And to not have those people do all those things for the community, um, yeah, it would have the whole getting back to quote unquote normality would have taken a lot longer. So I just want to make mention to every single person out there who assisted police, fireys, tradies, sparkies everybody whoever whoever helped thank you so much um for getting the gold coast running again and i know there would be people that complain that may complain that you know they didn't get power for like a week and there are probably people who still have power still don't have power i'm not too sure i don't really watch the news well i don't watch the news at all let's be honest um, my newsfeed comes through Twitter, um, and, you know, like, there is, there, there are people out there that are out, like, helping the community, and I just wanted to send love your way, and, and just massive gratitude, and thanks for that, because, yeah, without the, without people in our community, uh, you know, it takes a village, they say. It really actually literally takes a village. So thank you so much. Ah, okay, not gonna get emotional, but it's just it was it's just beautiful to see the goodness in humanity when in other parts of the world um that is not the experience that's being had. So when I say thank you, I truly do mean it. Um but yeah, I think that is a wrap. I've said and expressed the story as much as I could. They, you know, I don't think there's going to be another part to this. It's just more of um, also, you know, be prepared. Be prepared for um, the unexpected. We have no idea. Our, the world is 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 an interesting place to be right now um there's a lot of fucking narrative 
um, about picking sides and choosing sides and all of that, which is not something I uh, subscribe to. To me, humanity is the side. <laughs> Love, compassion, it's all about coming back to that. That's what I feel. There's enough negativity in the world. Um, so as much as I've perpetuated certain beliefs in the past, um, things are changing. And I think they're changing for a lot of people. So, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, no, actually, I'm not going to go down that thought. That might be, if, you know, for another time. <sighs> but thank you so much for listening to Unravel. If this was your first time here, if you're still here, welcome. And if you're a serial listener, welcome back. I actually really enjoyed today's episode because, like I said, back to basics. It's effortless and I'm all about uh, effortless <laughs> effortlessness moving forward um shit should be easy it really should and I feel honestly and I know my girl friend agrees with me you know the more we can unravel from programming and belief systems and thoughts thoughts our own thoughts the more we can unravel and dismantle from them um the sweeter life can be um, but it starts within us. It doesn't start anywhere else. It does start with us. Um, with our own beliefs is what I'm saying. With our own thoughts. So yep. Yeah, bye for now. Take care. And I'll chat to you in the next episode of Unravel.